0: Hey. Welcome everybody. Another episode of the Poetry Corner West Side Connection. We all in here Thursday night. I am your host King Atterbury, along with my co-host, Dre the Poet. Pass everything off to you, Dre. It's on you.
1: Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. Tonight, we have a few great poets that's here. Dave. They- Welcome back. Thank you so much for um, taking the invitation to be here again with us tonight. He has some dope poetry. His visuals are very nice. Appreciate you being here. Linda LaRose, she is an alumni of CLI, like I am, and she has a few books out. I'm just meeting these two other poets. Um, So we're going to start. We're going to go around, introduce ourselves, tell us about yourself what you have coming out, do you have any books, any upcoming events? We're gonna start with Linda Moon. Please tell us about yourself, what you have coming out, any books you have, and then bless our mic with a poem.
2: Uh, thank you very much. Uh, my name is Linda LaRose. Um, I um, am a CLI alum, just like uh, Ms. Drea. And uh, my, this book just got released uh, this this year, uh, this March, it's called Sunshine and Concrete, and it's on World Stage Press. Um, and I am in the process of working on another book, kind of slowly but surely. Uh, so um, I've got, you know, uh, I'm, I'm working on, on different different pieces here and there, um, you know, just trying to go, trying to go, go to, you know, one or two open mics here and there. Um, you know, just kind of trying to make the scene slowly but surely. I do have a lot of uh, video content on YouTube. Um, you can, if you Google my name, Linda LaRose, you'll see. Uh, I made a lot of videos during the pandemic with my director, Sky Cal- my, Sky Palkowitz. Um, I'm a po- performance poet primarily. Um, I did a solo show uh, about a, uh, 2017 um, at the at, at uh, the um, at the Hollywood Fringe Festival, and it was uh, very successful and you know, I'm I'm really excited to be here. First time doing this, and you know, feeling a little nervous, but I'm 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 doing all right so far.
1: You got this. Now, bless our Michael. One of your poems. Sure. Okay. Um. So. Okay.
2: I'm gonna read this one. It is called uh, "Red Is Beautiful." and it's it's a it's kind of based on real life but then it's it's a little bit it's it's fiction but it's not fiction in summer me and my sisters lisa and lori would take mom's old faded out yellow bedspread and lay it out on the brown lawn under the peach tree we'd lay out in the sun pretending to be white girls getting a tag look how fast i tag lisa would say flipping your hair back and forth and back and forth like a blonde woman in a Breck shampoo commercial. (laughs) Lori and I rolling and laughing hysterically on the lawn. (laughs) But secretly I would push my hair back at the top of my forehead. I have blonde hair too, just like those women on TV. I could be white around the forehead. Besides mom told us the other day that our great-great-grandfather was from Scotland all of us sisters could be white if we wanted to. But we were black. And black was beautiful like the revolutionary chant we heard on the TV and the street all the time. Black was bold and beyond basic. We would never be blonde like our Barbie dolls in our Barbie country camper that we all bought together with our collective allowance. They have plastic bodies and black and blonde plastic hair. Black is beautiful. Black is beautiful, black is beautiful, and it just don't crack. Yellow blanket with black girls changing color in the noonday sun, turning reddish like the peach on the top ranch. Red is beautiful, red is beautiful, red is beautiful, and it just don't crack.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for that piece. That was beautiful. All
0: right now that's what's
1: up okay up next to our mic we're gonna go take it to Jay, Jay tell us what you have coming up, any upcoming events do you have any books coming out and then bless our mic with one of your pieces
3: um I just uh, I finished um, two books actually, um, I have one that I uh, wrote with a friend um, and it's called um, Blackberry Molasses Is at the um publishers right now as we speak i also just finished one um poetry written in um vibrant hues that i just when i say just finished i mean just said done you know sometimes you you write and when you know it's done it's just done it's no it was no uh timetable on it it just it was just time to end it um and then uh, i'm i'm working on um I'm working on my brainchild will be uh, poetic verses which it's not necessarily a battle unless the poets want but where it's just two poets going back and forth just dropping verses and just you know uh, and that's that's what it is man that's that's what we do this for to, to give to the world so um here we go and uh man I just love that last piece man that was that was dope so um So when I write, I write write for those that came before me. See, the dead can never learn from the undead, so I write about their pain. I write about the blue skies and butterflies and bloodstains on flowers and fields that they lay, hoping to never follow in their footsteps. I write for those that stand beside me, those that scream for justice in an unjust world those being choked out and shot down for being tall and black outside. When I write, man, I write in melanin. I write with a capital H that I borrowed from my heritage, with words that swoop off the page and grab you like a fish being snatched out of water like a pelican. Colorful as, like, peacock feathers, uplifting cocoa, mahogany, and ebony. When I write, my pen cries, giving words ring. Giving words wings that take flight and take and fly off. I write in the darkness of my pigment. See this cardinal that's anointed in my vessel. I I write in We should. I write in song. I write in We Should Overcome or Can we Just Get Along? Man, I write in darkness, I write in light, I write for what's wrong, I write for what's right. Um I write about the missteps in my catalog. I write about the battles that it's lifelong. The journey that the ones that I've won, the ones that I've lost. I I write. When I write, I write until I have nothing left. So I write about my race against the sun. So when I write, my words will live on long after I'm gone. That's my piece. All right.
1: Thank you so yeah, much, Jay. He's was dope. Definitely was, man. Definitely Thanks. laid it out there. Yeah. Next up to bless the mic is Lady Moon. Lady Moon, tell us what you have coming up. If you have any books out, and then
4: bless our mic
1: with a piece.
4: So good evening, everyone. It's actually 11 p.m. where I'm at because I'm in New York. So I am an activist, an inspiring psychologist, as well as a poet. I have two published books. One is titled Behind the Facade which I published in 2018. And this recent one is called Monsters Among Us. So I tend to get a lot of inspiration from the world around us, as well as kind of take part of just like, I like to make things cerebral. I want things to be imaginative. You could use your senses in order for you to kind of picture yourself in the moment. So the title of the poem that I'm going to be doing is actually the First book is actually the first poem in Monsters Among Us titled Monster. Everyone forgets that monsters do exist. The lovely word people describe beings and dreams. Hiding under children's beds, lurking and creeping in the shadows, stalking their victims before tearing into their bodies. The pleasure of screams and cries echoes in every scenery. The scent of sweat and the sight of crimson decorates every surface, flowing slowly, slowly. No one would believe any citizen of the world would commit such atrocities. Would someone be capable of such weight and violence? Treading among large crowds, creeping in the shadows, or in plain sight, a psychological game played with everyone that crosses their path friend, family, foe, stranger. Their facade is a beautiful disguise. Humans then realize they are their own monsters and creators of the things that kills them. The world is their hunting ground and everyone is their victim or conspirator. Hungry for flesh, leaving bruises and welts on their skin, burning people alive, dressing up as clowns, leaving lingering mental scars on them all, playing copycat and recreating it all. Or abusing their privileges, their access to weapons of destruction. Broiling rage and hatred guides them into painting every school, mall, home, church, and land with lead and red. Never ending monstrosities and trauma clash like fallen dominoes. Nothing is ever spared when abuse comes in vast forms. But why do we associate people with monsters of the ethereal? the ugly beings, the abominations forged by otherworldly forces, when all you have to do is look in the mirror and see you. And that's it. Sure. Thank
1: you so much for that piece. All right. <laughs> very <laughs> insightful. Oh,
0: very visual, too. Yeah, oh,
1: Very visual. Caught that. <laughs> yes, thank you. Next up to our mic is Lavonda. Lavonda, tell us what you have going on. You have any books coming out, any shows coming up. And then bless our mic with your piece.
5: Hello everyone. I am Lavonda Brown. Uh, I just started the Spoken Word um realm like a couple weeks ago. But prior to that, I have always written. I was a ghostwriter, a co-writer, I wrote scripts, um, I published seven books. I'm working on a book right now, I haven't quite decided on the title yet. Um, and that's pretty much, that's pretty much it. Oh yeah, I'm a mom and all and those, in a convenience store vendor, but this is all new to me. Um, I had my first show a week ago. Um, I have another one this Thursday, um, but I only been doing spoken word for a few, a few weeks. Um, and my poem that I'm gonna read is my very first spoken word that I've written um, called the Hunter's bow. Um, here we go. Let me tell you something without reason. I gaze into the night sky. See everyone. I do this from time to time. See everyone. I let too much slide. Sometimes I've taken advice from Matthew chapter five, verse 39. You know, the saying, If someone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to them the other cheek also. And I also believe in Matthew 5, verse 38. The punishment must match the injury. Eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. So treat me how you want me to treat you because I'll do what I have to do to protect me too. See, everyone I get reminders of why I left that man, that family member, and that friend sometimes. Over time, I've learned that with some, I just cannot fraternize let me tell you something without reason i gaze into the night sky stillness heals my heart from time to time there's this saying that good things come to those when they least expect it do you believe in chance hold on let me rephrase that do you know what chance is chance is an opportunity it is an occasion it is a moment. It is your turn to do or achieve something. Remember when I told you, let me tell you something? But well, this time, I want you to think about what I'm about to tell you. So there, in this nice sky, so close to the sun, I almost missed it. I saw something shining so bright, then suddenly something pierced me. I'm like, ah, this feels like ah this feels like ah this feels like love this feels like christ i then pulled this bow from out of my heart and fell on my knees then a voice emerged and said please do not be conformed by the world but by the renewing of your mind for on our journey we may need refocused check sometimes because as we see our goes through there will be things we must adjust to How are you looking at it now that you are a little bit closer? How prepared are you to reciprocate the love that is among you? For this will be often. Now I then felt my hard head and my cold heart soften. I then felt my legs straighten and my head rise. I now stood 10 toes in front of Christ. So let me tell you something. See everyone underneath this nice sky. I've been struck by the hunter's bow and fell in love with the woman I become.
1: Great message. Thank you so much for that. I know that's right.
0: Memo on deck.
1: (laughs) Yes. We're gonna pass the mic back to Linda. Linda's blessed us again with another poem. Um,
2: You can hear me, right? Cool, cool, cool. Okay, so. This piece is called uh, my, uh, Morning News. I, I think my friend uh, Joy, she's, she should be listening out there. She loves this piece. And it's all about, you know, all the the, the crazy you know, BS that's been happening in the world. I mean, and from the speaker uh, White House Occupants Administration, you know, um, he who should not, shall not be named. And it's Morning News, so it's Morning, M-O-U-R-I-N-I-N-G. And in San Diego, the caravan is 20 miles away. And in Parkland, I can almost hear the gunshots. And in LA, a nurse is living in her car. And in DC, it's day 23 of the shutdown. Another young brother's life never mattered to a cop in Baltimore. Living while black gets you killed. Living while black gets you killed. Living while black gets you killed. In Charlottesville, Tiki Torch White's Making America Dark Again, chanting, you will not replace us. You will not replace us. You will not replace us. Trump Trump raped yet another woman. Trump raped yet another woman. Trump raped yet another woman in the shadows Putin's watching the nation fall one vote at a time. Puerto Rico is in darkness. I still can't drink the water in Flint. I see a migrant dad and his daughter dead face down in the Rio Grande. I hear children in cages crying for their parents. I taste tears streaming down my face watching 24-hour news cycles. I'm in mourning over mourning news. Poets write the soul of the nation, but I alone cannot fix this. Do you think I can band-aid this country with a few well-placed syllables and consonants? Do you think my words could stop COVID-19 from killing us all? Do you really think I can reunite in immigrant children with their parents? No one can replace them. No one can replace them. No one can replace them. I am stretched 5,000 miles between Alaska and Maine. One hurricane after another is coming. Earth is underwater and we can't pay the mortgage. America is in the ICU bleeding out. Poets write the soul of the nation. I alone cannot fix this. We write the soul of the nation, but we aren't firefighters. We write the soul of the nation, but we aren't superheroes. I alone cannot fix this. This is not an alternative fact. America, come with me. Grab a piece of paper and write a better future. Get out your laptops and get us out of this mess. Go to a government near you and speak your truth like you're rocking the mic. Write the ending for our poem like you're... like your pen is on fire. Only we can write this.
1: Thank you. That was beautiful, deep, and much needed. Great delivery, great visuals. You took us to every place that you just talked about, and I really, really loved it. Thank you so much. I know that's right. Thank you. Thank you for that
0: piece. Nice deliverance.
1: Yeah. Next up to the mic, we have Jay. Jay, bless
3: our mic again. See, I can love you to infinity or I can love you through eternity. Either way, with you is where I'm going to be. Loving you until forever. Damn. So what actually comes out of forever? Loving you is my lifeline. If you were to ever leave, I would flatline. Putting my heartbeat on full display with no hesitation or delay as I confess my love to you on this day. D, you got the kind of love that make a man want to do better. You got me here and home after work every day just to see the smile on your face. Daily, I'm saved by the softest lips, taking away my hard ass day with just a simple kiss. If I'm a pilot, then you are the wings. You are my rainfall in spring. On a hot summer day with the windows up, you are the wind. Three seconds on the shot clock, going to shot for the wind. My sunshine in June, like an autumn bloom, snow in December. you like a, a fresh uh, blanket out to dry in the winter. The, what actually comes out of forever? Because I'm loving you until forever. I can love you to infinity, or I can love you through eternity, because my heart belongs to you. That's my peace.
1: That was beautiful. Thank you so much. Right
0: now. good brother.
1: I love a good love poem. (laughs) Next up to the mic is Lady
4: Moon. Bless her mic again. The next title of the poem is titled The Jester beaming spotlight heating up my body all eyes are on me hoping for a joke an anecdote or a gag to fill the air with laughter just to see smiles and noise echoing around me only gives me temporary fulfillment within there's a hollow void controlling my mind and spirit however my body yearns for happiness A true, deep, saddened joy eventually turns into peace. You see, the grin, smiles, the mask that belongs to a comedian hides something so much darker than what I allow everyone to see. To know how to make others laugh, you have to know what it means to suffer, imitating the biggest smile, flexing my face muscles to express joy and my facade to emit euphoria. But this laughter, is not my own a laugh birth from inner torment the purpose of the laughter was to keep me whole to allow me to feel as if i am happy the jovial jester, making a fool of themselves the smiling gesture warming the hearts of all those that need me the broken gesture hiding behind the mask with all eyes that reveals the desire to disappear to fade into nothingness hoping that somebody maybe would notice the real jester, not the one who laughs, but the one who cries too. That's it.
1: Thank you so much. All right, much. now. There you go with the visual.
0: Yeah, I know that's right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we're gonna go to a round of questions. Um, I have a question for you guys, and then King will ask you guys a question. So my question to all of you and we're going to start
5: with LaVonda. It is what inspires you to write? What
1: inspires me to
5: write? Yes. Honestly, I it's, a, it's really a mood thing. It's not... Because I'm older now, so it's not... I don't dedicate my time to it as much as I used to when I was younger. So it's, it's more so if I'm in a mood for it. You know what I'm saying? And then once I'm in a mood for it, I don't stop until I'm, I complete a project. If... I want to complete the project, but it's more so a mood. It's not, I'm older now, I got way more responsibility. So I'm not as driven by it. just, if I'm in a mood to write, I'm going to write.
1: Okay, thank you for that response. Same question, Linda. Okay.
2: Well, when I first started writing, uh, which is like way back in the '90s, it was more about like my personal healing, and I and it is that that to this day, you know. But um, I guess when I wrote this book, Sunshine and Concrete, I mean, you, if you um, most of the poems were written during the pandemic, and you know, I was I was really, um, you know, I was forced to kind of deal with myself and a virus and. And, you know, all the the things that go, you know, um, all the political stuff. And I mean, I'm a kind of a political news junkie and, you know, I'm just seeing all these things that are going on right now in the world. And I just, I feel very compelled to kind of, to, to, to write about this. And I feel like I have a mandate to do so, you know, and uh, somebody told me like a, a while ago that artists are first responders and. You know, I, I really I, I kind of novel went like, oh, that's interesting. You know, I, I just I feel like I want to be of service. You know, with my poetry and and you know, I just I I just think that that's 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 essential and that's very important to me. And um, so that's what inspires me to write.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. That is very important.
0: Okay,
3: now <laughs> taking it this.
1: Same question, Jay what inspires
3: you to write um really just life and self um it could be you know it could be anything it could be um it could be love it could be you know you sitting back in that that good old uh 90s army come on man and you like me <laughs> well, to write to that you know? <laughs> it could be a movie it could be um injustice on television, it could be whatever goes on in life I feel like poetry, I think we're more or less storytellers and we're just telling the story of what we see in life and it just happened to be in rhyme form, it just happens to be you know um, a, a short story in rhyme form and I just think it's for me, I'm just telling the story of what's going on, what I'm seeing that day or what I'm feeling in my heart that day Yeah
1: Thank you for that response. Yeah, that's for yes. <coughs> so. Lady Thanks. Moore,
4: same question. So I'm going to say that I write based off of my mental state, the world, and just observations. So for me, especially with me doing the activism, as well as I advocate for mental health. So my first book was about an inner healing for me and just understanding that other people have to kind of rip off that mask because, um, and I wish I had the book with me, it's basically a picture of a woman holding a gesture mask and it's cracking, the comedy mask, and it's cracking and falling apart. And the premise of it is to talk about your relationship with society, with others, yourself. So for me, it's kind of exposing things that we should be not only more mindful of but you never know what battles people are facing. And even the battles that people are outwardly working on and facing kind of like the stuff like the like the politics the stuff like the police brutality and all the other stuff that's going on there's always a fight somewhere.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much for that response that is very important mental health is very important. Now I'm no going to the questions myself as well, I'm also a poet. And what inspires me to write is a lot of the things that you guys already said, right? But um, it's more therapeutic for me. Like I love writing and just when I see something that's important, the first book that I started writing is titled, The Power to Change the Way to Love Yourself. So I worked in group homes for about 20 years and I asked the children like and women Like about love, what do you think love is? And it was always something that somebody else was doing or getting something from somebody else and not themselves. So we would do this mirror exercise, stand in the mirror and say good things about yourself. And a lot of times they couldn't do that. They would break down and cry. So the book goes through the different stages of love and then finding your way back to yourself to heal yourself and love yourself. So that was very important to me. Um, That's what's up
0: yeah King do you have a question for the poet yes <clears throat> Jay I'm going to start with you how far do you feel like you can stretch your pen creatively
3: how far Um, yeah. <sighs> um I think uh, since my pen I feel like my pen is an extension of me uh-huh. it stretches further and further each day but then back again so, um, I think when when um, when I write, I just try to write in uh, life. So I don't think what I write is pretty much my life story or what I dream about life, what I dream about love, what I or what about I've experienced. So when I uh, when you think about that, no one can tell your story better than you, and. Amen. I think My pen will not stop until I'm no longer on this earth. So however long I have, that's how far my pen will go. <laughs> I hear that, brother. I hear that. Yeah. Thank you
0: for that. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Definitely. Uh, <clears throat> Lady Moon, the, the same question?
4: I'm going to keep writing until I'm dead. And I want it to be something where it's going to make people think, make people feel like I was saying in the beginning, I want people to be able to experience, even if they have not experienced it themselves, to kind of feel like they're in their shoes for even just a moment, even if it's just for a few minutes. Like I want it, I want my writing to be something that is not only memorable, but also something that You can walk away with by saying, you know, like, I feel this too. Even if you don't tell me or if you don't, or even if you tell somebody, you know, like, I felt this. I understood this. I want people to get, I want them to be more in tune with the part of them that's human. Because we're always busy looking at everything else about our identities, whether if it's work, whether it's school, whether it's being a parent. We need to also remember that we're human too. And the part of my pen where I'm writing is I have to get it out of my system. Yeah. It's impulsive. Like I, <laughs> once it starts, I have to keep going and it will bug me till no end. <laughs> and when I mean it, I look like I have OCD when I, when it comes to writing, like I have to write it. It's compulsive <laughs> and it makes me crazy. So, I
0: hate you.
4: <laughs> when I get it out of my system, it's like therapy. It's like a release for me. Like I can breathe. Okay. So that's kind of how I feel when I, like the length of what I write and how I'm writing. Okay.
0: That's what's up. Thank you for that. <clears throat> I totally agree with that. You know I mean? Take it right on stage. Okay, LaVonda? Yes. Okay, the same question. How far do you feel like you can stretch your pain creatively?
5: Uh, far, <laughs> because I'll, I wrote for others originally. You know what I'm saying? So I can take it there, but I'm not like I'm not con- I'm not a conservative woman. I'm really when I say I'm free spirited, I'm really free spirited. Like I I'm always myself. i nobody else. I don't walk in nobody's shoes but mine, and I'm I love who I am. So when i stretch it it's always gonna be a little, little ratchet you know what i'm saying but it's always gonna be real but i can take i can take my pen there you know i'm talking about i'm all the way there because how i am i'm 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 in tune with myself i'm i'm too honest i'm too transparent so there's nothing i can't do when it comes to writing i can write for you her him whoever i can also write for myself i can write scripts movies i I'll take my pen forever, and I'm taking my voice forever too. Cause it's more so about people hearing me. Cause if I'm always behind the scenes, you're going to see the people representing my words, but you never seen the person who's actually the writer. You know what I'm saying?
0: I feel you. Thank you for that. Appreciate it. Definitely. Okay. Linda. So what was the question? Um, how far do you, how far do you feel like you can, creatively stretch your pen move that ink across well, the
2: page um that's a very interesting question and nobody's asked me that before and you know i i guess i got kind of uh take directions from the the you know my poetic muse wherever the muse wants to take me now um sometimes you know may i might want to get it i may get get in the way you know for for whatever reason but you know i i try to kind of I, I, I try to listen to what the muse has to tell me. And then I I put that down on the, on the page. Like for, you know, I may, there might be like a phrase that kind of comes to me and it kind of plays over and over in my mind. And it's just like, oh, this is interesting. This is interesting. And just like, oh, okay, i like this. Let's kind of stretch this out a little bit. Let's kind of play around with it and see, you know, what, what we can do with it. You know, I don't know whether you've ever okay. done pottery before, whether you have, you have you have this little wheel and you kind of play around with the clay uh, and you're kind of molding it and shaping it and doing whatever you want. But, you know, I, I like to think of it that way. Just like, oh, okay. You know, it's just like, oh, it's just about having fun and and, and just doing, you know, just kind of stretching the clay and seeing what I can, how I can play with it. And, and you know, and, and it's just interesting. Like, you know, I think about like, there's only in in the um, in our alphabet. There's a, there's only 26 letters, and and it's just interesting. There's a finite amount of letters, but you know we can do so much with those letters. And I don't know why I, I think about this a lot. It's just like why finite amount of letters, yet we can do a lot with with all those those letters and words, and and it's just I don't know. It's just fascinating to me. And this, that's oh. I just, My brain kind of goes on a tangent sometimes. So, yeah,
0: that's my answer. No, that's what's up. That's what's up. Everything is perception, you know what I mean? So I thank you for your answer on that.
1: Thank you so So, much for that. So, King, would you like to bless our mic?
0: Sure. This piece I titled, Stand By You. We all were young once. Look at us now, all grown. Kept the neighborhood united, although some went home. Although the loss was hard for us to feel in our heart. End of the day leaving a mark in our thoughts that are parked. Memories, the good old days, I still remember them. To the families, I'm sending them love as I'm entering. Age of my elders, once upon a time. This is more than a rhyme, my expression on the line. Guess era. When my cousins rocked the Stan Smiths, Sherlin Coates, Leather bombers and gold drip, Chinese mock necks, kango caps, and gazelles, Adidas top shell around the time I was 12. Keeping in a hundred with the ones who never fronted, plus playing a dozens with close friends like cousins. Some of the dudes who were cool still keep the same cool as I went back in time when we all were still in school. King. Yes, thank you so much for that piece, King. Thank you for your time. Appreciate that.
1: So I'm gonna do a piece and it's titled, I Want a Love I Can See. I want a love I can see. No buildings, for walls. Things are not suffice. I hope peace, comfort, and love. I am home. A vessel where you can take silence. No judgment. Fighting is out of the question. Communication is relevant. Holding one another accountable. Truth is welcomed. I am home in every perspective truth is welcome love is the house you have the key open up your heart you'll see I'm more than just love I am in me you'll find peace joy understanding trust and loyalty I want to love I can see thank you All right. That's for Thank you. Go another round. We're going to start back with Linda. Linda, bless our mic again, please.
2: Okay, thank you. Um, So this piece is called Soul Train Kids. And it's just uh, some memory piece about, you know, school parties back in the day. You know, and I just, it's, you know, you can kind of, you can, yeah. You can kind of get, listening to the piece, you'll kind of figure out my, my my age range, but you know, I'll just, I'm gonna shut up and just read it. It was June, 1975, end of the school year. Summer was one big, long recess for kids. Time to put away the failed math test and break out that earth and fire, and Ohio players, shut those books and desks aside, because you can bet your last money it was going to be a stone-cold gas on the classroom floor. Party time! Woo! Don Cornelius and Shabby Doo had nothing on us fifth graders. That was for damn sure. We could boogie on down. We could boogie on down. We could boogie on down with the best of them. In 1975, old school music was new school in our school. You had to float. Float on. Float on. Float on. It was red hot. Uh-huh. Red. Do-do-do. Just make my funk the P-funk. I want to get funked up. Do you remember the 21st night of September? As far as a as soul train, kids were concerned. We could forget that month for now. September sounded much better when Maurice White and Philip Bailey sang it. Didn't even want to see or think about that. that, that those back to school clothes at Sears yet. Ooh. We were fueled by the red sugar rush of strawberry crush and Hawaiian punch. And there were all kinds of salty chips, Laura Scudders, Lay's, and a big old bag of Cheetos. We may have been late turning in our homework but we were definitely not on the light freight for this real mother for y'all. All of us got of the teachers' single file line and into two soul train lines. Nancy did the football, doing a disco touchdown at the end of the line. Swish. Alicia penguined her legs from side to side, turning cool into cold. Stephanie did the feel until she couldn't feel anything. Mark Huntley and Marcellus popping and locking it up. Roger Richards roboting in the room. As for me, as for me, as for me, I did that kind of dance. I saw one of those glittery soul train divas. Did before the show was over and you heard that song, you know that song. Do-do-do-do-do-do, do-do. Do do do, do 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 Let's get it on It's time to get down Do do, do, do. do, do. One arm up, the other arm swinging to a funk that disco beat, and then I twirl and hop, twirl and hop, hop, twirl, hop, twirl down that line. Didn't know the name of the dance, didn't even know if the dance had a name. So what? It didn't matter. You don't dance to the beat. The beat dances you. The beat Zoo. The beat dances you, the beat dances you. We danced and we got down with our bad selves until the teacher brought in a big sheet cake that Penny McGuizamon bought for the party. And we waited for that cake like the guests that got the party started. The teacher slowly sat the cake down on the table and then she opened up the lid. And as she opened it, Penny made a loud groaning noise. Oh dang, a big old hunk of cake was completely cut out. The letters, the M E R from the word summer, gone. Happy summer, the cake read now. <laughs> and there was only one person I knew who had the guts to do that the principal of the school. <laughs> if I were Penny, I'd be groaning too, because I could not stand that woman. Clearly, the principal didn't know the principal of the thing. Spinning one thirty-three after the other, from Commodores to Stevie's inner visions to Marvin Gaye's "I Want You," the soul train stayed in our station until it was time for our for our parents to pick us up after school. <laughs> mm, and the school party—you can bet your last money—it was a stone cold gas. Peace. Love and soul.
1: Thank you. <laughs> yes, that was so fun taking us back. All right. my
0: <clears throat> through the grooves, <laughs> through the grooves. You know what
1: yeah. I mean? Yeah, Okay. Next up to the mic, we have Jay. Jay, bless her mic.
3: So I, I really gotta perform after that. <laughs> now nah, that, was you
2: want, just <laughs>
3: That was fire, man. Um, uh, Well, I got on all black, so we're going to go with this. Uh, um, Black like when I woke up, black toothpaste on my toothbrush. Black like when I got dressed today, all black everything. Black like left every voice and sing. Black like my ancestors' wisdom. Black like the Underground Railroad when Massa was trying to get us. Black like the colored section. Black like how they treated Obama after he was elected. Black like, black lives matter. Black like, why do I even got to tell you my life matter? Black like, hey when my jam comes on. Black like, when we was kids, we had to be in the house before the street lights came on. Black like, shut up when grown folks is talking. Black like My mama would slap the black up off you Black like the community that you tried to take from us Black like The love that you couldn't take from us Black like I'll be there in five minutes But I'm really black like Five minutes is more like 20 Black like excellence Black like African incense Black like The face you get when Something don't make no sense Black like Fuck you mean Black like, I'm militant. Black like, I don't give a shit. Black like, say anything to me that can get out of line and see what you're going to get. See, I'm black like Martin. Black like Malcolm. Black like Killmonger. Black like Panther. Black like Charlie Murphy. Black like Laughter. Black like the people that the police is after. I'm also black like NWA, so fuck them. Black like my cousin in there. I'm black like Cadillacs. I'm black like curtis mayfield with the diamonds in the back sun rooftop, dig in the scene with the gangster laying. Ooh, that's my piece
1: yes black like <laughs> thank you so much for that
3: yeah that
0: was definitely on point bro <laughs>
1: well, definitely next up we have lady moon lady moon bless her mic
4: okay this is actually from my first book behind the facade and this is titled Dear Body, I Love You Dear Body, I Love You Dear Body, I Love You is what I should begin with with your imperfections that make the individual Dear Body, you are beautiful regardless of the scars, blemishes stretch marks and moles painting your skin from the heart that continues to beat to the lungs that allow us to breathe I can say I am alive physically that is Dear body, I am sorry for the things I've said about you. Sorry for the things I have done to you. The insecurities and punishments that you truly don't deserve. But look in the mirror and say, you are ugly. I hate myself. Condemning the gift that's granted to us. Dear body, I know I'm broken sometimes beyond comprehension. When my Once my mind goes, you follow whether you want to or not compromised with doubt, self-loathing, and guilt. Waves of anxiety, waves of hate so deep that filling you with remedies that render us immobile in hopes of giving us temporary peace and solace, filling ourselves with substances, whether it's alcohol, weed, Xanax, a cigarette, prescriptions, food, anything, or a blade that leaves its physical mark. We strive to be whole, We strive for a man-made perfection when perfection itself doesn't exist. plagued by our sight, our thoughts, and what others think of us. We are guilty of shaming ourselves and others with our words or thoughts and eyes. Dear body, I'm sorry for the times I chose to deprive you of what keeps you functioning. Days when I refuse to eat and nights when I feel in the pit of my stomach ache and need for food. My selfish, disturbed belief trapped in a torturous cycle, wondering what it is I truly deserve. Do I deserve to eat? Do I deserve love? Do I deserve to live? The answer is yes. Dear body, I love you for still functioning, although I've ruined you time and time again. The hardest journey we have is to be able to love ourselves as well as our bodies more because... Where would we be if we didn't have our body? Dear body, I love you so much. That was so
1: beautiful. Thank you so much for that piece.
4: So
0: in the air.
1: So dope. So we have one more, another question um, for you guys. Tell me who influenced you as a poet that's alive here with us now or who influenced you today that's still breathing or not here, past or present?
3: Mm.
1: So we're going to start with Jay.
3: Um, that's I won't say that's a loaded question, but I would say who <laughs> inspires me? Who, um, who do I look up to? Who do I I read, and who do I um, just get motivation from? It's all you guys that's on this panel. It's everybody that's that's um, that's brave enough to put their um, their creativity for the world to judge. Anyone who's able to to put words on paper and allow me to read it, I'm inspired by that because everybody can't do that. This is a we, we are all cut from the same cloth. You know, and and I would say, um, I'm inspired by all of you guys. I'm inspired by every piece that I've heard today. I'm I'm inspired by all the pieces that I read yesterday. So um, it's, if I had to, uh, if I had to, to name someone, I would say you
1: all. Beautiful. Thank you so much for that response. Linda, same question.
2: Okay, so the the poets who are dead, um, Lucille Clifton. She's a, a really I, I love how she says a lot uh, in just so many. She has the, there's an economy of words, and and uh, she's I she's really my inspiration. And um, yes, I mean it's, she's okay. I, I like Syl- Sylvia Plath. I know she's 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 a um, She's very, she was very dark. I mean, I read a lot of dark poetry way back in the day. So, I mean, she was very, you know, daddy, daddy, you bastard, I'm through, you know, so I really, I liked her pieces. Um, And the poets who were alive. Um, Well, I don't know, uh, this is like a shout out to like, um, like way back in the day when I was, there was this reading called the Onyx um, over in um, Los Feliz on Vermont and that that place was totally inspirational because um you you just people were just expressing themselves and you know they used used to do like call and response where people just would just riff and kind of go kind of somebody would go off and go just write a just come up with poetry right off the top of their head. I mean, that's not easy to do, you know. That that takes a certain skill, you know, and I that was very, very inspired by by that. And so those people inspire me, and the people in, at CLI they inspire me, and and being on this panel was very, very inspirational. And um, you know, it's just it's been it's been a wonderful experience, and, and um, you know,
1: just that, that that's what inspires me. Thank you so much. Every time I see you you perform, you know, Linda, it always inspires me. You're such a great poet and great performer. Oh, and also, thank several you several times. I don't know if you're going to be at the event on Saturday because Jeff is having his book sign. Yeah, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm on going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, going So I'll be there and okay. I'll make sure you have, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, you guys. <laughs> um Lavanda, same question. <laughs> All
5: right. For me, it's not a individual, it's more so opportunities. Um because as I, I'm i new to this, but as I keep trying to enter into performance art of the spoken word, I keep meeting great people who allow me to do it. And I keep meeting great wordsmiths and artists. It's just opportunities that's really inspiring to me. It's not a, an individual, it's just more so the chance to do it. The Once I actually start speaking and people are like, yeah, come on, you can come here or you can come to open mic or whatever. And then I get into those spaces and those rooms and I meet other wordsmiths and spoken word artists and poets. It's like that. That's inspiring because we all just, we all everyday people. We may have accomplished more than others, but we we still got this love for being heard. Thank that's you it. Much for that.
1: Appreciate that response,
5: Lady Moon. Sure.
1: Same question.
4: So, if I had to pick an a person that was. No longer around, I would pick Sylvia Plath actually, because she was actually one of the first poets that was not only dark, but she was comfortable in that darkness. So for me, I actually tend to struggle with more uplifting poetry. Ironically, even though I wrote Dear Body, I Love You, it kind of came from a place of inner reflection. And for her, Plath was someone that was comfortable with. Expressing dark tones using certain emotion and wordplay that had you you couldn't digest it in one sitting and then if I had to pick one that's alive it would actually be dire because not only is she a songwriter she is also someone that writes not only about self love but it's something that you can always sit back and be comforted and for me growing up NDIRE was one of the first artists that I actually felt comfortable saying, you know, like, I love my skin. I love where I come from. I love my writing. And that was something that is music is my first love. Poetry is my second. So for me, poetry is an attachment. It's a part of me. So to get inspiration from not just my blackness, but also that extension of myself to be comfortable with my words. That's who I would pick.
1: That's beautiful. So I wanna thank everybody on the panel for being here with us. You guys are always invited back here. You guys have some awesome poetry. and I can't wait to see you guys do just amazing things in this poetry community. Our show is about building community. Anything I could do to assist any poet in building that community and helping me get to the next level, I'm always here to support everything. So I will be reposting whatever you guys have. You can, guys can tell us your social media handles, how we can find you, and we just go around and you can just let people know so we can just continue that support. So we can start with you, Linda Moon. What's your social media handles? How can we find you on social media? How can we find your books to support you?
4: lady moon so I have an instagram and as much as I should be using it tiktok which is actually lady moon underscore linus like as you see under my was it as my name you can find me on those two um those two social media specifically I'm working on a youtube channel okay
5: LaVonda. Um, you can find me on Instagram at the original underscore Vonda. Um, Facebook, LaVonda Brown, Twitter, LaVonda Brown. I got a TikTok, but I don't remember my usernames. So I'm sorry about that. Um, now, the books, I am, they, they have been scattered around because I was never an online seller. I was sold in person. That's what I did best at. So I'm, next step is working on getting those together. So when I publish this next book, People, I can actually try to become an online seller, even though I really love selling in person better, because I it's 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 a better experience for me. But that's it right now. Linda. Okay,
2: so my Instagram handle is Linda Rosela. It's like LaRose La back backwards. So Linda L-Y-N-D-A-Rosela uh, R-O-S-E-L-A. Um so and I do have a, a website I need to update it. it's lindalarose.com um also I have a Facebook group called words that whisper and roar um so I'm looking for you know uh, some new uh re- recruits if you will um let me see where where else um blah, 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 blah. oh yeah I, I yeah I'm actually on TikTok with the rest of the Gen Zers um uh so linda linda larose 659 I have a few to cut videos on there so yeah where can we find your books oh yeah um you can find my book uh, it's called sunshine and concrete on world stage press um also you can find it on amazon and i found that found this out the other day it's actually on the barnes and noble website which which is like a, a total shocker to me you know so yeah you can find it all those places
1: yeah great, Sunshine great. And concrete. same question jay
3: um, man, hopefully you'll see me everywhere. Um, Jay Walker, um, Instagram, bars5150. Uh, TikTok, I'm still, you know, I'm old, so I'm still I'm still trying to get this TikTok thing out. But, uh, my handle on TikTok is uh, spoken well. Um, and you know, my book, uh, Poetic Just Us is on Amazon, or you can reach out to me. I, I love when people reach out to me because I, I like to sign them and leave notes in them for people so um, like I said uh, Black Molasses is still in the, at the publishers and then um, I just finished one so hopefully I'll get all that information out to everyone and you know and that's it in a nutshell
1: right. um, King you want to tell us where we can find your books how about your yeah. social media handles
0: Instagram King Atterbury Inc um, the website is right there underneath me, um, www.kingatterberry.com. You can find all 22 books i published on Amazon. Also, um, on Lulu, you have um, J.W. Atterberry, uh, Loud Silent Thoughts, Volume 1, on lulu.com. and um, Everything else you know, is right there on YouTube. Also, my personal King Atterberry, Inc. page, where I do a lot of performing on there with music behind my poetry. And um, that's what's up with the Harlem Kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I just want to say, too, that um, amazing show tonight. I appreciate you all uh, spitting those dope pieces and uh, just setting the stage on fire. You know what I
1: mean? Just and throwing I am, it up. I am your co host, Miss Dre the Poet. You can find me on Facebook at Miss Drea the Poet, either MS Dre or MZ Drea. Both of them are me. <laughs> um, also on Instagram it's the same MZ or MS Mystery of the Poet TikTok same thing I also have a website it's writingjourney101.com and you can see my, you know, some of my poetry I'll post my bu- books there next year my birthday June 28th I will have a couple of books coming out so I can invite all of you guys it's going to be a production I'm also a chef so I'm gonna cook and everything so I'll make sure you guys have that invitation we're trying to build like I said community here so make sure you like and share um poetry corner and come back for you know other shows on um King has other yeah. shows yeah he you definitely know- get the
0: notifications yeah,
1: Sorry, so for you sign up for the notifications we have a team poetry show that we just started so make sure you support the teens if you know any teen poets let us know so we can have them on our show if you have your book um you can always come back and we can have a little discussion about your book and we'll make sure we go and leave you an amazon review and things like that so we want to be here to support each other so make sure we keep this connection going and keep this community open if you know any other poets that would like to be on the show you can always refer them to myself or king atterbury or other co hosts ebony um and flow
0: yeah I'm, I'm joel washington atterbury on facebook yeah.
1: again i want to thank you for it so much for being here don't log off after we end, and we could just say our goodbyes after the show but thank you guys so much and everyone out there in poetry world have a great night and thank you for tuning in king you have any last words
0: nah just peace love and poetry
1: you guys have any last words? Anything you want to say? Okay. What
5: what <laughs>